Hey, Bestie Gang, welcome back to another episode of As Told by Besties. And today we have a special host. You guys are familiar with her. I have one of my closest friends, God sister, and all be all, Ashley. Welcome to the podcast again. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. And so I'm going to put her on the spot and I'm going to ask her, what do you think is a top, I don't want to say qualification, but what do you think is a top quality of a best friend or a bestie? Top quality, I would have to say, I know in my history of growing, the answer will change, but I would just probably have to sum it up to loyalty um, because I'm going to need someone to be loyal the entire course of our friendship. And so that being loyal in every aspect of my life, whether that's business, whether it's personal, whether it's just something is being able to keep that secret, something to where it's like, you know, when I really need you to say um, whether that's present, um, support, um, getting married, you know, how do you show up in that case? When your best friend has a child, you know, which role are you taking? So I think that it will constantly change, but if you remain loyal, I don't think Absolutely. And I do want to ask you, because I had this conversation with somebody else and they were like, Candace, what do you mean qualification? And I think so many times in life, we're like, well, I'll be okay if someone was only to do the minimum of this or if they just did this. When actually we do have qualifications for what we would like people to do in our life and what role we want them to play in our life. So how did you feel when I used the word qualification? Um... I don't know. Qualification is sometimes difficult because uh, it makes you like break it down and it forces you to think. Because I know from I'm always transparent with myself about what the qualifications for certain things are. Um, okay. Well, some people do. So for me, I just have to kind of digest it and then break it down. I don't see it as anything wrong. It just personal. It takes me some time to say, okay, well, let me think of what my qualifications are so that I can speak. Okay. Okay. I would agree with that. So today, you guys, we are going to get into something that is probably heavy on the mind of every woman. It should be every woman in general, but I definitely know it's on the mind of every Black woman. So today, we're really going to go into I am my sister's keeper. That is kind of the overall goal and objective of today's conversation and really is just having a dialogue. Some of the things are notes that Ashley and I have discussed that we wanted to cover and some of the things we have not talked to each other about just because we want it to be an open dialogue about what we would like to see moving forward. So the one thing that I really wanted to talk about is how to uplift her, how to uplift our friends, how do we uplift the women in our life? So I think, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And so the converse, this conversation is really coming up because the Breonna Taylor um, decision and information that recently transpired this week, I think it has triggered a lot and African-American women around the world. So really having a discussion about how do we come together and support each other in a way that doesn't require trauma. 
I think for me during when I heard the update of what's going on, I was like, okay, how do I make sure that the people in my life, no, first of all, the people in general, but right now with everything going on in the world from the Breonna Taylor to Meg Desiah, how do I ensure that the black women in my life know that they're valuable to me? So that's what I wanted to start off the conversation. And I'm going to throw that one at you. How do you, how do we uplift the black women in our life? How do we uplift ourselves? Right. I think it definitely starts there. So I don't think you will really be beneficial to the next party if you haven't healed yourself or at least um, checked in with yourself. So I think it starts with checking in with you, your feelings, your thoughts, um, and dissecting that. So that's something I like to do is make sure I'm aware and, you know, what's my stance for me? I'm a um, and then when it's time to discuss it with your sister, your friend, or another, another one, or even if it's just a public conversation, it's making sure for me, what I do, I like to make sure I'm going in to listen and not so much respond. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, because everybody's not going to see it or I it. They may have a different standpoint. They may view it differently. I have to just hear them. And I have to let them be entitled to their opinion. Um, and then it's knowing that, or should I say, being comfortable with altercation, being comfortable with not agreeing. That's perfectly fine. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, just letting that person know that you hear them and you also have an opinion and you share that. And then it, you know, if you guys do agree, it's okay, well, what can we do for each other? What is it that you How can I help so asking those questions so that they know, you know, you're genuine, you want to help. Um, you know, is it something they're looking at to where it's really affecting them mentally or whatever? So I think that one simple question of how can I help you goes a long way for people. Um, because some people may just say, you know what, I just need it to talk. That helps me tremendously. Or some people may need it to be a little more long term. Like, you know, I may have to journal about this. I may have to sleep on it. I may need to continue having these conversations. So definitely checking in with your real friends. I don't think they ever hurt. And then when they tell you, it's making sure that you show up and be performed. Right. You know, so they definitely transparent with you. So you definitely want to keep on checking in and assisting them in any way possible. Right. And I think the main thing that you said was really important is to check in and be present. And I think in order to do those first two things, you actually have to be able to address them and do them within yourself. So how are you practicing self-care? Are you in tune with yourself to where you're aware of exactly what you're feeling and what's going on for you? Because if you're unaware of what your feelings are and what your intentions are, the moment that someone expresses something that you're not in align with um, or that you cannot have the... Um, empathy for in that moment because you don't have to agree with someone to have empathy but the moment that you're not in tune with what you're feeling the moment that they say something you disagree with it's a instead of it being a constructive conversation it's a disagreement you're arguing or you're not really getting what their understanding is so I think the first part of that is really being in tune with yourself in that self-care portion what work have you done for yourself to be able to pour into somebody else? Pouring into somebody else does not mean that you 100% agree with going on, what's going on for them. It just means that you're 100% present for them in that moment. Absolutely. 
And I think sometimes, you know, as women, we see it so many times. If we don't agree with somebody, it's like it, it got to be beef, or it's you know, it's back and forth. When it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be like that. So I think that's something that I've had to learn. Um, I'm continuing to learn it, um, and I think it's just something in general. So many times, you know, it's instead of it being well, we can disagree and and still be able to have a common goal or have a common conversation about something instead of it being oh well we funkin it's beef and we can't have discuss anything you're supposed to be able to discuss and have disagreements with people because even through disagreement you learn thank you and you touched right on it it's like okay you didn't agree however you just learned something you learned the way another party is doing it and their thoughts are completely valid that's just not how I see it. But that doesn't make you wrong at all. Exactly. And I've come to notice that not everybody, like you said, some people are still learning that. So I noticed when I mm-hmm. use that, like, okay, you know what, we can agree to disagree. Like, there's no sense in arguing, arguing over it. That's clear to me. A lot of people don't know how to accept that. They even right. take that as, like, wait, it's negative, it's an attitude. When it's not, when it's saying, you know, I respect you, but I just can't agree with that. And that's perfectly fine. We're still cool. It ain't no beef, no hard feelings, nothing like that. So what I like to do is always check in with my husband because he gives Mm -hmm. a perspective. He gives multiple perspectives. Like he gives a perspective that I probably don't even think about or consider. And then two is coming from a male's perspective, so it's totally different. And I like to give think on those thoughts so I like to process my own I like to hear what he has to say and I let those kind of manifest sometimes I'm ready to talk about it with other people immediately or sometimes I just need more time and I don't always agree right. with um, his view on things but I like to know his view so it's like you know you run into Absolutely. a lot of people who don't even want to hear another person because they just feel like mm-hmm. their way is the right way. I don't need to hear from no one else. When it's like, no, I'm definitely open to hearing another person thinks and feels about it because it helps me get by. So, exactly. Checking in with him. Um, sometimes I may write, sometimes I'll listen. But mainly, I think my biggest goal to maybe silence. So I can just think. Like, I'm, I'm a huge thinker. Um, and so I know, like, for instance, if we talk about Brianna Taylor's case, for example, I don't really turn to social media. Um, I don't really read the articles. I just basically, I think about um, and break it down the best way I know how. And then it's like, okay, Ashley, what, what can you do next? So silence has always helped me in my thoughts and then checking in with my husband, who I know would give a lot of me to look at it from. Because it's like I okay. can't stay away from biasness. So got you okay and so before we get too further into other parts of our discussion you guys so really when I think about how to uplift her I think about number one being present um being non-judgmental um being open to disagreement or difference in opinion and being honest those are the main four points that I can really think about when I think about how to uplift her um being there for somebody that can be time that can be effort energy it can be anything you don't always have to spend money or do something to actually invest being present with somebody so those are the different things that I thought about when I thought about how to uplift her anything that you would add 
no, I don't think he touched on him. That was really good. Like, definitely being honest and open. I was going to take you to purpose and definitely being present um, and giving that person your undivided attention. Okay. And so what's the next area that you wanted to make sure that we covered today for all of our ladies listening or males listening? I think it's something that everybody can learn. Right. That's a good one because uh, from a man's perspective, they have to know how to be there for their mother, their sister, their spouse, that female friend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, the women's circle is very strong and definitely the safe space to converse amongst one another. But coming from a man, that helps a lot. Like, it was, it's beautiful for your male friend or that brother to check in with you, like, you know, how is this affecting you? And, how can I help you? How can I uplift you? Um, so definitely the more the merrier. So I think it's kind of like a love language, probably. So it's like a yes. uplift language. Like, you know, checking in with that person to see how you can help mentally or physically, emotionally, all that matters a lot. Right. Okay, so the next thing is how to grow as one and support each other. We have already gone into this a little bit. Um, really just being present I think the biggest thing is being present with always being so busy always on the one run we don't realize how much being present can matter and it's the smallest thing it could be reposting something that that person is advertising or trying to promote on Instagram it could be sending a text message to say thought of you how's today going when I also think about how to grow as one and support each other I also think about really being able to break down generational things that maybe we have I don't want to use the word taught but just that maybe we've been accustomed to so that we start doing for example if some if one person is a hair braider oh because she braids hair and I braid hair too I can't promote her or I can't talk to her because it's going to down what I'm doing so I think realizing that we can support each other no matter what our role is we can have the same business we can have the same um, clientele, we can be in the same industry, but just still being able to be one and know that we bring different things to the table. And I think that's not necessarily something that we were taught, but I think just society, you know, you feel like, okay, well, if this person is doing this, then we can't associate with each other when it really doesn't have to be like that. Absolutely. Like, I think that's important because that's how we think. That's how a lot of business owners think. If you both braid hair or both do nails, instead of uniting, it's competition. And I think that, right. you know, in business one-on-one, you're going to learn about this wonderful term called distraction. Your clients right. are not my clients. I can't do everybody's hair. I don't want to do everybody's hair. I don't need exactly. to do nails. So it's understanding that just because you and the girl next to you are in the same industry, she is not for competition. You are not going to lose clients because you posted her work or anything like that. If anything, you'll find that it's going to help you more. So, I think right. that you are just sharing that post. You are, um, like, how you just did your five-day journal thing. That was amazing. You know, so doing those, being active, being present with the person. Um, if a person has a podcast, Absolutely. listen to it. If, you know, it's not saying you have to do it that day, but make sure you get them on them and giving them your feedback on it. Right. Um, and if you go from anything, like if they are managing a restaurant, go support that restaurant sometime, you know? So 
is just mm-hmm. going up for her saying, you know what, I'm still here. Um, and I support you. So I just think that people kinda I don't know how they view it because you know, I think for us too, we see things differently than a lot of other people. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. like that one stigma that goes around like if you're expecting your family and friends to support you, forget about it because strangers support you faster than a uh, family support. Oh, exactly. And one thing I think before I forget, one thing that I really learned about how to really support like being in the same industry. So if anybody is familiar with the mental health industry, if you're in private practice as a therapist, say, for instance, you have a long extended vacation, you have a medical emergency, you built relationships that you have somebody who has their own private practice that in case of emergency, you guys have already had a plan and you have a contract that you're going to shift said clients over to them during this emergency or during this vacation if the clients are not able to withstand a a duration of time without your services that was my first time like wait you mean you're not going to be making money but you and this person already have an agreement that if something happens to either one of us clients from my practice are going to come over to yours or clients from your practice are going to come over to mine and when I first heard that it was my mind was like wait what and when you really think about it why wouldn't I have a supportive network around me to where that if something happened we would both rely on each other in the same way to where we're covered because when you really think about it as a let's let's take it out of the mental health or therapist field as a hairstylist if something happened to your hands where you can no longer braid do you just literally want your clients never to be able to have their hair braided again or would you have liked somebody that you partner with that you have trust in to know although I can't do this right now I know this person is on the same level as me when it comes to the services I provide and they're going to take care of my clients so when I'm ready to come back or if, if, if the table turns same thing it's going to be my turn and I think that's the way we have to start thinking about it and it's really the bartering mindset if you really think about it so I think we have to start thinking like that and uh it's been a learning process for me because when I had my jewelry business I didn't think I was supposed to be associated with people who sold the same things as me so I think it's definitely been a learning experience. And I mean, that's every kind of every aspect of life, but that's a huge thing about supporting each other. Because one thing that we have to realize is that we are greater when we're together than when we're apart. You are a force when you work together. And I just going back to what you said about um, like using a hairdresser as an example, you know, you may be a nine to five hairdresser, but if you've got your client's best interest at heart, and they need to come at 8 p.m. Maybe you don't do that, but you know somebody's gonna roll with those two things. You have to trust that that right. energy is gonna be reciprocated. But to think that you can do it all and just rather say, you know what, nope, if I don't work at 6 p.m. just to try to get your hair done, I, it's just like, can you help your sister out? It ain't about you, it's about her. Right. She needs her hair done, with exactly. her to somebody. So. Come on, and that's that, what you just said, like we can literally end the episode right now what you just said not it's you. not about you it's not about you all of us have to learn in some way or some form that it yep. is not about us if somebody smashed on you in traffic today don't curse yeah, them out and I'm talking to myself <laughs> don't curse them out <laughs> don't curse them out it's not about you the lady at Starbucks had an attitude don't go bad on her it's not about you 
we all have to learn that everything is not about us and it is a hard thing oh, to tough. do trust me that means you ignore a lot of things you let a lot of things slide it's just not what we're accustomed to by nature so when you just say those words you know it's not about me they're dealing with something much bigger i'm going to give them that yes i'm gonna need that same type of energy when i'm that person to cut you off you know give me the same mm-hmm. <laughs> come on Come on, but but let's take it even a step further because you said they're dealing with something bigger. What if it's not something bigger? What if today exactly. just ain't their day? We all have those days. Like it's yes, and so I think that's that's another thing right there about supporting each other. Like let's be real. If I see my black sister and I say good morning or I speak or tell her something is nice and she mug me. Mm. I don't got to mug her back. Guess what? It ain't about me. Maybe she don't think she right. looks nice. My bad. Who knows? You know, like, it could be right. anything. And <laughs> so, you know, people just have to stop taking things so serious and just lighten up on one another. You know, like, we put too many demands on ourselves. Yeah. Society puts way too many demands on, our, on us. So it's like, sometimes you just have to let it go. It, it's not that big. Exactly. And sometimes the letting go is the support yeah. that that person needs. Everybody is smashing on them because of their behavior. Everybody is smashing on them because something that they're not doing right. Maybe in that more, maybe in that moment, that person needs your silence. Show up for them and be silent. And we know somebody may not be able to verbalize what they need for us but based on our action and their reaction we know exactly what they don't need so I think when we talk about uh, showing up and support that means whether it's a marriage whether it's a motherhood a sisterhood I don't care if you feel like oh maybe the person doesn't have a business they're just a student how do you show up for them text them today I know you have class today you're going on a five hour straight class um school schedule I hope that you have an amazing day send them a positive quote you can literally support people and show up for people by doing the smallest thing even if you don't put a whole I hope you put some intent to it please do but you can google an inspirational quote and send that to your friend who you know is getting ready to have a maybe she's having a 12 hour shift or maybe she's working on a big essay that's due I think it's just taking the time to be intentional and knowing that you know these people they need so, like you said, that little text of good morning, have mm-hmm. a great day at school, it could be something as small as that that really helps that person. Yep. And so, what uh, I think you said it best previously, you said show up and mention that person's name when they're not in the room. Even when they're not there to make you, if, if you're not there and you're in a situation where somebody is looking for a hairstylist and you talk about somebody who you know, maybe that person is not with you, but they they cross your mind. Let them know that they cross your mind. Don't always wait to have to be with that person to show them the support and show them the um, show them that you care, that you're present. Show them when they're not there. And showing them doesn't always mean that they hear about it. It may mean you sharing them with somebody else or you speaking about them positively to somebody else. Also showing up for them when they're not in the moon, that may be saying, saying yes. a prayer for them. Because God can show up better right. than any of you right there. So I think it's definitely important to, you know, speak highly of that person and, you know, how they back in those situations. Because when they're not there to show up for themselves and you know about it, it's your time to show up for her. You know, so. Right. I think it's definitely important too because you want people to know about your friend know what she's doing and everything whether they utilize her services or products 
don't, at least you you help her some way somehow. Right. And so before we go into our next thing, I just really wanted to, this really spoke to me. I participated in a live stream this week by Pods and PR and the Homegirl Therapist. And like everything that they were speaking to me really just gave me light in that moment because I really didn't feel any light in that moment. And I felt so triggered by just everything that I was reading and everything that was going on. So the one thing that um, the Pods and PR and I, I cannot remember her exact name, but that's her actual name on Instagram. And I'll tag everything. She said that um, Black women matter. She said that she promises that this is going to be her mood. She said it's always been her mood to be an encouraging, uplifting, and empowered Black woman and empower empower other people. But the situation with Breonna Taylor just hit a different chord for her. So she made a huge Instagram post. And so I'm just going to share a little snippet of it. She said, um, professionally, when someone ignores our voice in meetings, but listening is, but listens to you say the same thing, repeat or repeat the statement or, or basically try to reaffirm what you've already said. She said that instead of observing it and just letting it go, she wants to speak up. She said so many times professionally that she felt as though being this strong black woman who comes in, who's sure, who's sure of herself, has all these different hairstyles that people judge, has a, vo- a, a voice tone and a, speaks in a manner that's assertive. So many people have tried to skew that as aggressive and they called her aggressive in that field. She said, I'm no longer going to let what people allow, what people attempt to push on me to have me shut down. If I make a statement and I feel that that's a statement that I stand by in my professional judgment, I'm going to speak on that. I'm no longer going to let somebody reframe or reorganize my words to suit how they would say it. I'm going to stand firm in what I believe as a black woman. And if they feel that as though I'm aggressive because I'm able to assert myself and speak up, then that's going to be a problem that they're going to have to deal with on their own. But I'm no longer going to silence myself. When she said that, like, I was like, whoa. And it was live and it was from the moment she said it on live and then when she made the Instagram post, it just resonated for me for so many, not just African-American women or black women, just black people in general, we feel the need to make ourselves smaller in the room because other people cannot handle our way of speaking, cannot handle our confidence, our poise. And I think that that's something that has hindered us because in their minds, we have been small since slaves. So we've allowed them to kind of manipulate us into having that when we're in the room, we may not speak up because, oh, if I speak up on this, they're going to think that I'm problematic or it's going to seem aggressive. Why would speaking up and discussing something that I'm educated on that I have this, um, the special, I specialize in is within my scope. Why would that be assertive of me speaking up something professionally? And so when she really spoke on that, it just really told me like, okay, we got to start really reframing our mindset. And we have to, of course, we have to go about things in a professional manner, but we have to also ensure that we're doing what we need to do for us. And sometimes doing what you need to do for yourself in that moment is speaking up. If everybody else speaking up in the room, why do you need to be quiet? And she also said, stop allowing others to cap our potential or assume we can't handle a situation or thing because of their unconscious bias. And so what I 
yes what I really thought about it I said okay do we really think that for me it was like okay well it's not an unconscious bias I think history has continued to repeat itself where people think it's okay to um people think it's okay to say well that they're just aggressive the way she speaks is aggressive no I know how to assert myself and I believe in what I'm talking about so if I believe in what I'm talking about, there's a passion behind it. There's a drive behind it. And just because you may not have that same passion or drive, that doesn't mean I have to make myself smaller. And every, I honestly, I was trying to think on what, what name one black woman that hasn't been in a professional setting or going to a room where she doesn't feel like she's being judged based on her hair. But come on, we already know that we've had that discussion before. Based on how you dress, based on how you're able to speak to other people, the moment you speak up on something, you say, "Well, you know, I disagree with that. It's a problem." When you're agreeing with them, it's, it's never an issue. So our next point we're going to discuss is the fact that Black women matter, and this was very. Um, important to me uh, from this Malcolm X quote and I'm sure a lot of people are probably familiar with but I will go ahead and recite it so he says the most disrespected person in America is the black woman the most unprotected person in America is the black woman the most neglected person in America is the black woman and I can say that I have probably been, well, I know for sure I have been disrespected. Mm -hmm. I have been unprotected and I have been neglected. Mm -hmm. And that's been in the professional setting as well as outside of that professional setting. Um, And I'm actually currently dealing with a situation with my company to where I would say the old Ashley prior to 2020, in this instance, as soon as they would have said, hey, it's time to come back to work, I would have ran back. Today, I'm not doing that. And it's not just because they're not giving me what I know I uh, require, but it's because I feel like I would be letting my race down. I will be letting other women down. I will be letting the little girl who aspires to be in management down who's coming up behind me. Come on. So it's a bigger picture to me today than just going back for a check. Ooh, I'm at a place to where it's like, no, you're not only disrespecting me, you're just you're disrespecting an entire class right now. Okay. And so for those reasons, it's like, no, like you guys have to feel some pressure because you've constantly given me no's and um just basically not yeses, nothing I want to hear. Right. So I have to constantly remind my employer that this relationship is a two-party relationship. Mm-hmm. You guys have to understand that you need me as much as I need you, if not more. Come on. And I think it starts at the interview process because like everything that you just spoke on um, in a previous uh, topic, we have to understand that we were invited to the interview. Something on that resume attracted you to me. So why hire me if you just basically gonna degrade and disrespect me? 
Oh, come on. Oh, can we put a pin in that before I forget something? <laughs> oh, and, 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 and y'all gonna kick in. That, that's what it is right now. We tired of playing games with y'all. You, you know what's just gonna kick in, and y'all gonna give us our roses now. I don't know. Don't try to tell me when situations get hard. We really need you. Your work ethic is amazing. Your dedication. No, you gonna kick in now. And you're gonna guess what? Where you're not gonna just give me what you think I deserve. You're gonna give me what I negotiate with you. Thank because you're not just gonna give me something because oh well, based on what the statistics are and what normally the ranges. No, you're gonna give me something based on my experience, and you're gonna give me what I'm worth because of the knowledge that I bring to your job. And if you can't do that, then guess what? Yeah, hire Johnny because I apparent I don't need to be sitting not here. Johnny. <laughs> I don't need to be sitting here. So you have to understand, yes, I applied, but you invited me here. You could have bypassed my resume. Come on. So there was something you wanted, but I refused for you to just allow me to fill your affirmative action quota. That's not going to happen. Yes. Not with me. Yes. And I think one of the, oh, you okay, you speaking now. So I think another big thing is when somebody invites you to the table, that doesn't mean you only have to eat or you only can use the utensils that's on that plate. Exactly. That's on that table. It's up to you to set your table the way that you want it to be set. And I'm saying it in that way because I think so many times when we come into different environments or we come into different agencies that have been standing for so long, we've, okay, well, I'm just going to stay right here. I'm going to eat off my little saucer. I'm just going to do this. No, if you want a platter, take it from the center of the table and do as you wish. Because again, they invited you to the table. Exactly, And I think we have to start having that mindset, I think. And I don't want to just say black women, but black people in general, we get into the, you know, we get into these situations where we're invited, but we minimize ourselves. The fact that they invited me means that they read everything that was on that resume and that piece of paper that I submitted. So guess what? I'm going to give you all of it. And if you can't handle everything that was on that paper, why did you invite me here? Thank you. And uh, like what you just said, we go into it and we get so excited with the invite Mm -hmm. the invite ain't that important to me because now that I'm here it's what we're about to discuss so I've always been a person in interviews who you know I gotta figure out how you gonna benefit me right I know exactly how I'm benefiting you but Mm -hmm. what are you doing for me though right because if you're not doing nothing for me I don't need this meeting can end so I would say in that aspect, your employer and hell, some people who's just in your community are not just going to say those words that you matter. Mm -hmm. The actions going to show it. The fact like that they invited you to the interview shows it, but they will never give you that verbal acknowledgement. Right. And we desire that and we require that. So in private you know your boss can thank you thank you did a good job but somebody else picture gonna be the employee of the month Mm -hmm. you know but you see this person who has poor attendance doesn't show up lacks work ethic all of that but their picture is plastered Mm -hmm. and it's like but we matter though so Mm -hmm. I just feel like if I'm not gonna allow you to invite me to a place to humiliate me mm-hmm. that's not that's not gonna fly so that's in that aspect and that 
like I said, it weighs hard on me because there's people who once was here that are no longer here to stand up for themselves, like your Sandra Bland, your Brianna Taylor, um, mm-hmm. and even Kanitha Jenkins. Like, we matter to somebody. We matter mm-hmm. to a lot of people. And it's time that people recognize that and say that. So mm-hmm. we just have to understand and keep our head held extremely high and know that we matter and let them know, like, if you're not going to say it, I'm going to make you feel it. Right. I matter. I'm here for a reason. Mm-hmm. So whether that's in your own company, whether that's um, if you're looking for a job, whether that's just in your household, you matter. Right. Um, and you have to know that you matter to yourself first. So definitely enact those self-care practices to take care of you. Um, and then you're going to show up and be the best business owner, the best doctor, the best therapist, everything, because you took care of you first and you knew that you matter. Come on. And a big part of taking care of yourself is being able to identify what you will and what you will not tolerate. If you observe disrespect, speak up, speak about it. Nobody should be able to disrespect you. Um, I think that also don't just allow people to comfort you after they've seen disrespect, whether that's in an agency, a relationship, wherever that is. Don't allow people to co- to be able to comfort you after the fact. If you weren't able to speak about it when it was happening, don't try to come after the fact and then give me your two cents or give me your um, warm regards and tell me how messed up it was if you couldn't speak on it when it was going on. If you see something, say something. Simply put, you see it at in that moment. Don't come to my rescue because we could have, I'm a preventative person. Mm -hmm. Had you stepped up, this could have been prevented, but don't come to me now with your symptoms because it's not really wanted. So you have any other things on Black Women Matter? I'm going to read one last thing from Pods and PR and her name is Tiffany. I finally did find that. Her last thing that she mentioned was, most importantly, stop allowing doors to close on us while walking behind you. That office door, elevator door, any door. Subtle acts of respect send a much bigger message to those observing. Let them know you care about how we are treated. Wow, that is very on point because like the situation I was just describing um, as far as with my current employer, I told my family, like, I won't be returning until I express how I feel. Mm-hmm. So I love what I do. Always have. If I didn't, I wouldn't have done it. Right. But I will not go back until you know, until I basically tell you where you went wrong at. Come on. So I'm going to definitely tell you about yourself mm-hmm. because it's unacceptable. And so we can't no longer, You basically it's just applying that pressure, being assertive and yep. speaking up. I don't really care how it makes you feel at the end of the day, but I would be doing myself a disservice. I would be doing my peers a disservice mm-hmm. if I did not let you know that I am on to what you're doing and I do not appreciate what you're doing. Right. I'm not asking for a red carpet, but you are definitely going to start learning the definition of equality you are definitely going to have to start practicing the fact that this is an equal opportunity employer. We about to, ooh, we, I'm going to put a pin in you, though. Why can't, <laughs> why can't we? Why can't we ask for a red carpet? Why can't I get a grand entrance? My ancestors had to come through the cotton fields in order to get to where they wanted to go. Why you can't give me my red carpet now? I deserve it. Mm-hmm. 
Why is that too much to ask? You, you, you give red carpets to Kelly and she can't read. <laughs> Listen. I want my flowers now, period. Period. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a huge part. If you feel like you did an amazing job on this project, don't wait on anybody to roll your red carpet out for you. Roll it out for yourself. Yeah, that doesn't don't... mean just boasting, oh, I did this. Like, I went into this project not really understanding the statistics or the quota of how I was going to be able to complete this. This was initially a challenge, and this is what I was able to achieve. Share that. Make exactly. sure that people understand that because I guarantee you they gave you the project because they knew somebody else wasn't going to be able to complete it. So roll the carpet out for yourself and pat yourself on the back. We, we discredit ourselves and minimize ourselves too much. No, no more. Yeah. So I think like that's the like you said, we only get what we negotiate. We only get what we talk about. So if you did a good job on something and you've been completing all these tasks, make sure that they're not just congratulating you and high-fiving you when the office door is closed. No, Roger, high-five me in the hallway, please. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Say it in front of everybody. Exactly. So, yeah, we matter. It's really unfortunate that we are the last on the totem pole when it comes to um corporate america you know we're the we make the last we're the last to be thought of we're the last to be promoted Mm -hmm. um and that sucks and it even sucks more so when you step into your private life and you see that we're still at the bottom of the food chain right still at the bottom everybody is still above us but but we are hardest workers though but okay but we're the hardest workers but y'all keep calling on us Mm -hmm. so it's like it's it can really be contradict uh contradictory at one point but just understanding that you know our time is definitely present it's definitely coming and i think we are taking all the right steps to basically change this narrative um because we definitely know who we are and everybody else does but it's time for them to show that appreciation out loud right just let us know about it so black women have always mattered back from slavery days they have mattered before our generation came and we definitely matter right and even the little girls who we are raising today and who are looking up to us they matter even more exactly Um, so I think we just all have to do our due diligence and seeing, you know, how can we help the black woman? How can we ensure that that black woman knows that she matters? Because um, it's definitely going to take a village for sure. We all need that reassurance sometimes. So definitely surrounding yourselves around those people who are going to keep you encouraged and remind you that you matter. Right. And that's what we really wanted to cover for you guys today. Our main takeaways that we hope that you guys take away is from this moment forward listen to this listening to this podcast listening to everything that's going up in going on in the world ask yourself today how are you going to show up for yourself today identify how are you going to show up for yourself and show up as that person every minute every hour every day from that moment you're going to learn things about yourself to be able to identify what is best in you to show up for other people because you can't show up for other people when you're not at your best So I think that show up for yourself in order to show up for your sisters, show up for your brothers. As black people, we have to show up for for each other, show up for your brothers, show up for your sisters and don't just show up for them when it's bad. Show up when it's good. Show up, show up when it's calm and nothing's going on. 
yes that is so important so we just really hope that what we spoke on today kind of something resonates for you guys we know everything will not um adapt or penetrate to every person everybody will not relate or will nor will they agree but we hope that something spoke to you today that changes your future selves change something that you do differently in the future so i am candace i am your host of as told by besties and i am ashley the co-host today and i'm really excited to be back here with you guys today's discussion was phenomenal and like candace said i hope you guys did find something that resonates with you um and if not definitely let us know what you would like us to talk about because i would love to come back and chop it up with candace anytime she invites me absolutely so thank you guys for tuning in and i will see you guys soon peace bye